Hi, I'm Micah. And I'm Amelia. <laughs> and this is the third episode of the season. Of Crime Time. Of Crime Time. Female serial, serial killers. <laughs> Plural. <laughs> serial killers. <laughs> anyway. Young audience members, sensitive listeners. We always say. Yeah, we, we always, always say. Because this one's gross. This one's very, very so. gross. So if you're a kid, or if you're very sensitive to these kinds of concepts... Ask your parents or please leave. Yeah. For your own safety. For your own good. <laughs> anyway. So diving right in. Diving right in. Today we are talking about Leonardo Chanchuli. Chanchuli? No, Chanchuli. Chanchuli? <laughs> Chanchuli. No, Chanchuli. Chanchuli. <laughs> Anyway, guys, it's some Italian name that I can't pronounce. This took place in, like, the early 1900s in Italy and, like, the rural, like, small towns of Italy. Um, and basically the setting around this time was, like, Italy was kind of like a new, newly established country. It was kind of weak and a lot of the country was poor. And what else? I think it was just, like, Italy was, like, kind of first being founded, sort of. Mm -hmm. And, like, still a lot of its people were, like, establishing themselves in the society. But the majority of the population was poor. Um, but Leonardo was not poor. She wasn't rich, but she was, like, very comfortable. So, like, she, like, came from a good house. Right. Um... Basically, I think the most important thing to note about her early life is that she had, like, a weird connection to, like, spiritual things and, like, superstition and curses. Um, like, she believed that her mom cursed her as, like, a child, and, like, that's the reason why things in her life went wrong. But, like, from, a, from a, like, a young age, she was very connected to, like, superstition and like curses and stuff and she was also very very dark and suicidal like i think by the age of 10 no by the age of like her like mid-teens she committed the, like attempted to commit suicide two times already jeez yeah so she was very troubled and her like complete belief in like superstition and stuff directly ties it to her crimes i think yeah and it directly like ties into her like her own reasoning for everything mm -hmm. which is like really scary um anyway she married a man when she was 21 named Raffaele Pensardi <laughs> who was like a doctor or something like he was very he was like very comfortable and they were in love um but it's not a marriage that her parents wanted because they wanted to like arrange a marriage for her right so, like, in this way, she was a little bit rebellious. rebellious. Mm -hmm. um, and they, like, her mom, like, got in a huge fight about this with her. And then she was like, you've cursed me again. Like, now my life is going to be really bad or something like that. Mm. Um, and so they moved to, like, a new town. 
um, they moved to this town called Lariano or something. Her and her husband? Yeah. So they moved away from her parents. Yeah. Because she, like, actually believed that her mom cursed her. And um, around this time, she got this tarot card reading that said that all of her children would die. And she believed that shit. She believed that shit. So she was (laughs) like, all of my kids are gonna die. Um... Yeah, so she didn't have kids at this point yet, but like she had that tarot card reading, so she was kind of like, I. So, anyway, her house in Lariana was destroyed by an earthquake in 1930, and they'd been there for like 10 years. That sucks. And then they moved to this town, their last move, Correggio, Mm -hmm. where she opened up like a small shop, and she kind of became like her neighborhood's like spiritual guidance thing. Like all the stuff that she was into, she was like that person in her own town. Right. Which was kind of weird. So she was like giving advice and giving like spiritual advice and stuff. And at this point, she had lost 13 of her 17 children. So the prediction was true. <laughs> what the hell? 13 of her 17, 17 children. children. So all she with only the had same four. Dude. All with the same dude. <laughs> and she had four kids that's terrible and these kids she like cared for so much right like she really 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 cared for them like with all of her heart and like all of her attention like because like she was told that do you know what they died of her kids Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. just sickness maybe oh they didn't they didn't they died like one died i think in war and the other ones were like normal deaths they weren't they weren't killed by her she killed some people in her neighborhood but like they were they were not abused at all they were like cared for by her mom by their by right yeah (laughs) anyway um at this point she got another like tarot card reading thing that she believed she needs to stop yeah she really gotta stop with that stuff um and the woman who did her reading said um in your right hand i see a prison and in your left a criminal asylum which is also very scary because that's like exactly what happened later (laughs) on okay so i feel like that's so weird it's really really creepy but i i don't know i find it hard to believe that i find it hard to believe as well and all of this is coming from like her saying this and her in like her admitting this like in her she wrote this like really long so can she be trusted to actually but she did like have a lot of readings and she did trust all of them so like some of them i guess were kind of accurate but that one like is exactly what happened so like i don't trust that one that much um but anyway um so she cared for them a lot and she like raised them very well and she loved them and at this point she like wasn't openly violent or like really disturbed in any way like everyone in her town really loved her right but she has to be like somewhat disturbed for 13 of her kids to have died i'm saying like visibly like right. in the society that she's living in she like seemed fine right. on the inside i mean she was like overly protective of her children and stuff because she had lost so many mm-hmm. but it's like she unlike past 
people that we've researched wasn't like visibly like deranged right at this point um but then we go into like her murders and she murdered three women um and what started all of this was when her oldest son Giuseppe that's his name (laughs) these Italian names yeah I can't pronounce any of them (laughs) anyway he wanted to enlist in the in the Italian army for World War II in 1939 Mm. and he was her eldest son so the first son who survived right out of like all of the babies who died so of course like she really favored him and really protected him like the most she was not happy about this idea of him going to the yeah. army she, i mean i wouldn't be if yeah. i was like mom she thought that he was gonna die and he didn't want that she didn't want that to happen because all of her other kids died um and she thought that the only way to make sure that he was going to be safe was human sacrifice which, Who like, told her that, exactly, though? Like, like, the tarot card readers did, did not, like... <laughs> she was just like, human sacrifice. That's yeah. the way that this is going to make sense. But, again, <laughs> this is, like, all of her superstition and, like, believing in all these, like... Right, but th- I have never heard a superstition that, like, if you kill someone else, like, the person true, you think is going to die will live. But, like, she was very, <laughs> like... not a real thing. Darkly spiritual. And, like, right. I feel like human sacrifices she had the will to do yeah more than others yeah <laughs> that's for sure which mm, not good not good anyway <laughs> so she yeah so she thought the only way would be human sacrifice and at that point she chose three women like all of these people who were her neighbors who she was friends with and she like planned their murders and every murder goes exactly the same way like so the same to the know. very last detail like it's exactly the same is that like kind of how people tracked her down her um MO? she was actually so good at covering everything up that nobody tracked her down and it was only just the last murder that was like kind of suspicious Ugh. like yeah we'll get to that okay it's so like, tell me tell me what her like entire plan was well she like befriended these people I mean, she was already friends with them but she was like very very nice to them right. and again they would like a lot of people in the town would come to her for advice and like seeking i don't know some sort of guidance like they all came to her because they thought that she could give them like basically telling them like whether or not they were going to get a job or like where they could find their like true love and all these like weird like spiritual stuff things like kind of like predicting the future and stuff right um so her first murder was a woman named faustina seti who came to leonardo because she wanted to find a husband husband looking for love looking for love and so, obviously, Seti... The, the, the thing about all of these murders is that the people who were murdered, like, trusted Leonardo so right. much. So... She, she lured them in. Yeah. She, like, came, in t- came into Leonardo's house being like, can you help me find a husband? And 
and Leonardo was like, yeah. And she was like, your future husband is going to be a man from this weird town in Italy called Pola. Like, pulling it out of nowhere, just this random place that's nowhere near the place that they live. Right. And Seti, like, immediately just, like, believed her. And um, Leonardo convinced Seti to go to Pola, find him and like never look back don't tell anybody because this is like all she's like this is your journey like you need to like (laughs) find your husband he's in pola like go after him or something and um this thing is like very important as she told all of her victims to like not tell their family or friends like the details of what was happening but just saying, just like, like, I'm going far away. Just saying, I'm going far away, but I'm safe. That's so manipulative. So that's why the first two murders, like, were covered up so well. Because, like, their whole family, like, honestly thought that... They were just... They were just fine, like, going somewhere else. Bro. Yeah, so it's kind of crazy. And so, like, they would have multiple, like, sessions with each other where Leonardo would be, like... This is what you gotta do. Like, I don't know. He like he's here. Like, I'm guiding you spiritually with my weird spiritual abilities or whatever. Mm-hmm. And um, the day that Seti was supposed to leave, so Seti like willingly wrote all of these letters and willingly did everything that Leonardo said to do. Mm-hmm. Right. And so the day that she left, um. She, like, went to Leonardo for a last time and was going to be like, thank you so much for this. Mm -hmm. And that's when Leonardo drugged her with some wine. And when she, like, was unconscious, she took an axe and killed her and then cut her into nine pieces. That's oddly specific. Yeah. No, so she would kill, (laughs) kill them drag her into a closet in her house uh, that was like kind of big and like cut her into nine pieces nine nine pieces what the fuck yep that's crazy and then she would throw all the pieces into like a pot um i actually like have you do not have a fucking picture of the no pot. no i would okay. i would never show that and i would never want to see that <laughs> but no she like wrote in her little her like admitting to all of these things and like Mm. describing all of these things she wrote like exactly how she did it Ooh, do you have a quote yeah i do please she said i threw the pieces into a pot added seven kilos of caustic soda which i had bought to make soap and stirred the whole mixture until the pieces dissolved in in a thick dark mush that i poured into several buckets and emptied in a nearby septic tank as for the blood in the basin I waited until it had congelated. I don't know that word. Anyway, dried in the oven, ground it, and mixed it with flour, sugar, chocolate, milk, and eggs, as well as a bit of margarine, kneading all the ingredients together. I made lots of crunchy tea cakes and served them to the ladies who came to visit, though Giuseppe and I also ate them. Giuseppe's her husband? No, Giuseppe's her son, the eldest son. You hadn't mm-hmm. left yet. Did he know what was going down? Mm-mm. That is so gross. Yep. 
She made fucking crunchy tea cakes or whatever. Is that what she's tea well, she's known bro. Well, like her like name as like a serial killer is the soap maker of Correggio. But she also that made sounds like she, a really cool book. Yeah. The soap maker of Correggio. Yeah. Um wow. anyway. Yeah. So she, she like made soap. Cause that's what that was her shop was. She like made soap and stuff, and she like made shoes or something. I don't know. She did very small like, she made very small things. Right. Anyway, she also made these tea cakes, and she served them to the women who she would later murder, and also all of the people that she was like friends with in this town, and her son, and she ate them, and everyone was like, I it doesn't taste like nothing like wrong. Like <laughs> what? <laughs> How does it Wait, not what, smell? She made soap. She made soap. With like fucking pieces of human, because you know soap people. is like made from fat, so it's like human fat instead of like oh animal fat. God. Yep. Uh huh. Yep. And in addition to like this terrible murder, she apparently like this is not confirmed, but a lot of people say it did happen. She was paid for finding Seti a. A husband and no one thought that Seti had died so like she was paid for like sending Seti off to find her husband oh so she got money from it also after the murder like nobody knew she was dead and she got this money yeah yep. literally no one suspected because anything you can't find the body because yeah because they're you, so poor they've fucking, been eaten yeah that's dude. disgusting Freaking weird, dude. Anyway, <laughs> dude, freaking dude, weird, dude. Anyway, um, her second murder kind of went the same way. It will. It went exactly the same way, except for, um, it was this woman, Francesca. So, 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 so. Man, these names, whatever. Um, and she came to Chanchuli because she wanted to find a job. Husband, job. Yeah, the next one is also a job. So nice, nice. She wanted to find a job. And she was like this like nice lady. She was very, very nice. She was very sweet. Um, and Chen Chuli said that she found this woman a job at a girl's school in this town that was nowhere near where they were, called Of course. Plus Placenza. Placenta? No. Plus no. No. <laughs> what? Not placenta. Can you, can you re, placenta. re that? I'm doing it with an Italian accent. Placenta. <laughs> That's no. like Spanish. I can't do it. Placenta. <laughs> Not placenta. Hey, anyway. Okay. Um, um, and Chanchuli convinced her to do all of the things that she had convinced the other woman to do. So send postcards saying like, I'm fine. Send letters to all her family and friends. Just be like, I'm leaving. I'm not coming back, but I'm safe. And I know what I'm doing. Like, never see you again. Peace <laughs> out, right? So like, this person also did it, did it willingly. Right. Um. So then she also visited Chanchuli before leaving because she was like thank you so much dude um and her murder went exactly the same um nine pieces yes except <sighs> she she was murdered like i think four months later in september i'm not i think so because no one really knows the first the day of the first murder or the date of the first murder hmm. um Anyway, so she also received money from Sophie 
so 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 off so obby. <laughs> um, and then the final murder was that of a woman named Virginia Kachopo, <laughs> who was like a former. Can you do that in an Italian accent for me? Virginia Kachopo. <laughs> that was big. <laughs> anyway, she was a former soprano, and she was like a very What? good Italian soprano. You're kidding? Yeah. Um. But she like got old or something, so like she was not good anymore.、Wow. Um, but she like sang, and like Italy is known for opera. I mean, that's basically like where it was founded. So she was very, very good.、She、and all of these people were like respectable and like really nice. <laughs> so sad. Anyway, um, um, she said she was looking for a job because she retired from opera because she. It's not good anymore, and so she was like, "Can I have a new job?" And then Chanchulu was be like, "The job for you and your destiny is to be a secretary for an impresario, which is basically just someone who like puts together musical performances and stuff." So it was like right in her, right in her area.、Mm. It was like too perfect. Um. So she was. She like did the same exact routine with this woman. She was like, "Don't tell your parents. Don't, I mean, don't tell your friends. Don't tell your family or whatever."、Um, and the day of her murder was September thirtieth, so twenty five days later after the last one. So all these murders are pretty close together. I'm pretty sure.、Um, and same exact way, nine pieces boiled into stuff. She made cologne, soap,、oh. and cake. Um, and she said that this woman was very sweet, as in like to eat, because the cakes were so Bro, sweet. Bro, I watched、yeah. the documentary about this cannibal dude in ninth grade at lunch one day because I was really bored.、That? It was about this guy, and he like ate this lady. Anyways, it was terrifying, and I've never fully recovered、so、from it because he's out of prison. That's、so they were、good. interviewing That's him. That's not good. That's not good. <laughs> yeah. Um. Fully scarred from that. Why did you do that? That's、know. such a bad mistake.、Know. Anyway, she also received money and jewels from this lady. So, jewels. Jewels. Like why? <laughs> like because opera like singers like their jewels,、stuff. dude. I don't know. <laughs> what? <laughs> she just like got money and jewelry and good stuff. <laughs> Right.、Um, so no one was suspicious of the first two murders, because like she covered it up so well and she planned it out so thoroughly, and these people trusted her.、Um, but she messed up a little bit on the last one, only because、um, her last murder, Virginia Chichopo, her sister, Chichopo's sister, saw. Witnessed herself seeing, Chan. Seeing witnessed her, herself. Witnessed <laughs> herself. You know what? What I mean. <laughs> witnessed seeing her sister walk into Chanchuli's、um, apartment, and that was the last time, or house, or whatever. And that was the last time that she saw her sister, because she after like was a little bit suspicious of like. Why she wasn't writing anymore? Like why she completely stopped talking, like at all? Right, because that's maybe not like 
that person. Exactly. So Crazy. she was she was suspicious and so she like called the police. The police went in and they like at this point realized like that there were other people in this town who were friends with her that were like missing sort of or had left like all within the same short period of time um but like it's not it's more interesting the fact that she immediately when these police officers officers came in she like admitted to everything like immediately she was like oh yeah i did that i cooked them into cakes like i made them into soaps like i did all this stuff she was like yeah that's she me. only cared about her kid she only cared about her kid like this whole time she's like i'm doing this because my kid's gonna die and like if i don't do this he's gonna die like i don't know um <laughs> she confessed to everything and she like detailed everything like while in on her trial or in court or whatever she one of the people who i don't know one of the people in the court was like describing what she did like mm-hmm. how she murdered them and like what she was doing and she like was like she corrected him and was like no i actually like boiled the person this way or like oh killed. so she detailed everything and she was like not scared because she had heard of already from the tarot card being that she was going to go to jail. Yeah. So she was like, oh, yeah, yeah, I know I'm going to jail. So I'll just, like, be graceful about it. Yeah. She was put on trial six years after the murders. Kind of weird. That, like, amount of years that. Yeah, that's that's a pretty long time. But usually it's, like, years after. Yeah. Um, and then at that point, she was sentenced to 30 years in prison. And three extra years. It's not that much. No, it's 30 not. 30 years in prison. 30 years in prison For... and three extra years in an asylum. Because they, like, came to the conclusion that she was mentally not there. Right. Yeah. And I think, like, it's this is so much different than, like, um, in, if, in the next episode, we're probably going to be talking about Juana Barraza, who got sentenced to 759 years in prison jail that's crazy when was that that was like like early 2000s i'm pretty sure right i mean this murder took place or these murders took place in the 1900s so and also i mean i feel like the main thing to talk about here is like the reason why she wasn't sentenced to more years or like even like given like a death sentence is because they thought that she was like insane right so like like they were gonna send her to an asylum and then after that she was gonna like get out yeah definitely i mean the reason why that dude got out that was a cannibal was because he was put in an asylum and then he got out of the asylum because his like parents were really rich that's which is crazy right like i don't know I mean, but then again, there are like people that actually need mental help. True. I mean, and also like, it wasn't until like sort of the 1900s, not even at this point, this was too early, I guess, that like mental illness was kind of looked upon as like sometimes as important as physical, like 
stuff. You know、mm-hmm. what I mean? Like a, a lot of people like didn't believe that. I don't know. Like I feel like I've seen a lot of TV shows about people who are obviously like disturbed and like really like should have some like medical care who are not given the death sentence because of that. You know what I mean? Yeah. But at this time, like. I don't know. I just feel like mental illness, like, is a big part of this serial killing, but I don't know exactly how because I feel like thirty years in prison and she killed these people and like she made people eat these people. Like, I feel like even、yeah. then, you sh- it should have been a longer sentence. Yeah, I mean, it's really hard to like. Decide these things because, you know, <laughs> yeah, it's hard. It is because it's like confusing. Like, should these people actually just get help from a mental hospital? But like, at the same time, a mental hospital isn't really gonna probably help. And a, an、them. asylum wouldn't have helped either. Probably not. I mean, I don't really know. I mean, the care for like, but they don't like. I feel like they don't deserve to die. I mean, they don't deserve to die, but they definitely were not given like the proper medical care at this point because it was so early. I feel like what's even more important is that like she wasn't given proper care when she tried to kill herself. Yeah, I mean, right? Like it's like the root of like the beginning of that was yeah that was people's mental illness、yeah. are. Like for Eileen Warnos, she also tried to kill herself, and she received zero psychological counseling. Yeah. After that. Yeah. So like, it's tough. I don't know, and I mean, again, like I think we talked about this with one episode, but like, if she got care at this point when she like attempted suicide twice. Like these three people would not have died. Maybe, maybe. I mean, we don't know. But like her, like attempting suicide, and then her very dark spiritual beliefs are very connected. You know、mm-hmm. what I mean? And like that's what fueled her killing all of these people, right? Because she wanted to protect her kids. Yeah. Serial killers are so weird because there's such like a range of them. Yeah. Right. Like, I don't know. I don't they're know. the ones that are like do it out of revenge, do it because like yeah something really fucked up happened to them when they were kids, and then there are also like a bunch of like white dudes who like had a perfect childhood but just were yeah. like didn't I mean, feel anything and like killed to like feel thrill. Yeah, you know what I mean, and like obviously, she's kind of like this. She's kind of like that just because she didn't have, like, her family was like not. I mean, I know she her like childhood with herself, like she committing, like trying to commit suicide or whatever. Right, like it's a bad childhood. She didn't come from like a fucked up family. Right, which is like not. It doesn't say that much, but like she was comfortable or whatever. Like she. She was just like born 
in a time where she wasn't given proper medical attention for her problems that she had, like, when she right. was born. All of her victims were, like, young women, right? They weren't young. Just, like, women. Yeah. Middle-aged. Yeah. That's, like, another really interesting thing I've noticed is that most serial killers, like, all of the ones we've talked about have, like, a very specific type of victim. Like, Eileen yeah. Warnos had her, like, weird, men. weird, creepy guys. And then Amelia Dyer had babies. babies. And this lady... Really nice women who were just trying to just need some help. And then, like, there are a ton of, like, white dudes who kill, like, young women. And rape them. Yeah. Sad. Um, it's, it's crazy. I think this one connects a little bit to Amelia Dyer because it also talks about, like, motherhood Mm -hmm. as, like, a main reasoning for murdering these people. Yeah. Because, like, we know that Amelia Dyer, like, thought that she was the angel maker and she thought that she was, like, the mother that all of these unwanted babies did not have and she was sending them to Jesus and making them angels or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, like, that is obviously about motherhood and she even said that herself. Yeah. Like, she is, like, was talking about how she was a mom to these people. And then Chanchuli is, like, doing this because she's trying to protect her kids. Right. So it's also coming out of a place of, yeah, like, motherhood, I guess. Like, before Giuseppe, her son, wanted to enlist in the war, like, she obviously was not 100%, like, mentally there, obviously, as we know from her childhood. But, like, she wasn't... You wouldn't have expected her to do this at all. I mean, I know you usually don't, but, like, what really forced her... And, like, her sense of reasoning to do this was trying to protect her son. And, like, that's also about mothership. Yeah. Motherhood or whatever. True. And in, like, uh, upcoming episode, Juana Barraza killed old women. Right. And the thing that's really interesting about hers is that, like, some people say that she did it because um, when she was a young girl... Her mom traded her to, like, an abusive guy for, like, three beers. And then um, the reason why she killed all these old ladies, some people say, was because these old women were, like, around the age her mother would have been. That's so weird. Mm -hmm. Crazy. Yeah. I mean, I feel like we also can have the sense of sympathy that we had for... Eileen Warnos because of her like mental issues right but then again we have to like think about balancing the fact that this person murdered three people so brutally and the fact that she had like some signs of mental illness right it's also like how she did it just makes her seem so much more like creepy you know like eileen warnos just shot people yeah i mean and she could have just like killed people i mean for both of them are still killing people but like it's weird how just the way that one does it really changes the image of that person and like yeah you know and like i don't know she like had such a detailed plan for how she was gonna kill these people 
Yeah. Like it was so detailed and it worked every time. Cause that's how she, how devoted she was to like making the human sacrifice successful. But it's also like, I feel like she made a, might've just using, used. Using? <laughs> I never <laughs> heard that just one used before. Her son as like a way to like, and then again, this time period is hard to talk about because I really tried to find like reliable sources. Reliable sources. Bro, it's so hard because there's all this like random shit. Yeah. People write this yeah. not even true. And I like tr- fact checked this with like a few sources and they all said the same thing. But I was like, I don't know. Some of this stuff is kind of weird. Like the whole thing with the tarot card reading saying exactly what would happen yeah. to her later. I mean, you can't really tell if it's real or not because it's so yeah. old. Especially with the old ones, like people get so. Yeah caught up in the fact that it's like old and haunted and like this yeah. is like i don't know true um oh very interesting thing didn't she write an autobiography so i thought it was an autobiography but apparently it wasn't it was like just like a, a pretty thick like that's crazy because eileen warnos wrote one of those too yeah i mean this woman was in jail for like 30 years yeah that's crazy yeah. Anyway, so I found this thing. So I was looking up the the um I was looking up the book or mm. the thing that she wrote. I'm trying to find it. Um and I knew what the title was. The title was like the con- the confession of an em- embittered soul. I don't oh know. Oh my em- god. What does embittered mean? I don't know what that means. Did she was she a religious person? I don't know. But because it's weird because she's like kind of into all this like tarot stuff. So maybe yeah. not. So I feel like not because I know that a lot of churches and at least in this time like looked at tarot cards as being like sort of like the devil's Satan, yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Um So an embitt- embittered means something like bitter, obviously bitter and resentful. So she named it the confession of like an embittered soul. Why was she so weird. bitter? Oh, cause her kids. Probably. Yeah. Um. I don't know. Tell me if we can do this. Well, I like looked up the name and I couldn't find a PDF of it and I couldn't find the book anywhere. Mm-hmm. But up came this song that this weird rock group made with like words from her confessions, and I don't know if we can play it. <laughs> I feel like I really want to. play We'll put it. it on the website. Okay. I'm gonna for people I'm gonna to listen read to some of the lyrics, dude. That's hilarious. I listened to it like last night. A and I was like, song? Yeah. About the soap killer. Yeah. What's it called? It's called the the title of her thing. So it's confession of an embittered soul. <laughs> it's weird. That's so strange. Um, let me find the lyrics. But yeah, she's a crazy person. Man. She's crazy. And I don't know, like I feel bad for her kids. Cause like, do you know what happened to them after? Mm-mm. The guy who, do you think he still joined the army? Because she also had th- three other kids and no thing that I looked up said anything about them. Right. And like, I don't know what happened to her husband either. Like it was really hard to like find things that weren't like just the basic facts and stuff like i wanted to find out about her kids and i wanted to find out about 
like how her miscarriages like went down and like right i mean that's another thing we have to like keep into account again is all the miscarriages she had like that oh those weren't those weren't the kids that died those were like different a lot of no it's the same like some uh, of them were like miscarriages like they died right that's 13 all, that's hard oh she, all of them were miscarriages 13 out of 17 this four lived so out of 17 13 died <laughs> Oh, I thought it was like she actually had the babies, and then no, like, some of them died, died when they some of them were. some of them died like before they were born. Some of them were like miscarriage. Some of them were like stillborn. Oh, geez. Yeah, that's that's really hard. Um, yikes. Here we go. So here are some of the lyrics from the song, the rock song. <laughs> it goes, "A curse from a gypsy, dark fortune told." Your children all will die before they're old. Paranoid mother must defend their lives, protect her babies through human sacrifice. Now step aside and drink the wine. My confession, you've come seeking fortune, you've come seeking fortune within these tarot cards. Now take my sage advice, you won't get far, darling. My eldest son sent to die in war. Black task upon these hands, I must even the score. Um, and then it talks about the axe and stuff. It says, Hacked up with a rusty axe, boiled them down, skimmed off the fat. As Satan's child, I paid the price, consumed the blood of sacrifice. So, and this is by Church of Misery. <laughs> right, so, like, I'm when really I found this, to to when this I now. found this, like, 2.30 in the morning, I was listening to it, and I was like... okay this is real scary um but like they take some of the words from her actual confession Mm. that's Um, hilarious it was so random because like most people have not heard of chantuli at all let alone like make a whole ass song about her with like yeah usually it's some fucking like shitty ass tv show episode yeah it's like an actual rock song (laughs) and i was like listening to it and i was like whoa that's funny it was so funny but also some dark stuff in this one yeah in this in these lyrics (laughs) Uh. but yeah (laughs) (laughs) but yeah so yeah soap lady soap lady the soap maker of correggio leonardo chanchuli and if you guys have any like people women serial killers are just like crimes that you want us to talk about yes. you can definitely message us on instagram or contact us through our website um and you can also leave us voice messages we really would that, like if you yeah it would be really it's so cool. nice like having people talk to us about like if they like the podcast and stuff so yeah. it'd be like really great if you guys could like Leave some, like, constructive criticism and stuff, because we're mm-hmm. just starting out, so, like... Yeah, definitely. We're still getting into it. it but also, you can ask yeah. us, like, shit ton of random questions if you want. Yeah, we might put it in, like, a bonus Yeah, episode. we'll put the link um, on our Instagram. Yes. So, thank you. Check the website for this song. About, yeah, about listen Chantilly. to the song, man. Listen we're going to listen it. to it right now. Okay, bye. Okay, thank bye. you. Hi, I'm Micah. And I'm Amelia. And this is Crime Time. Crime Time!